Welcome to the Wellsteading Podcast. This is episode 296. Today is August 17th, 2019. I'm your host, John Pugliano. I'm also the founder and money manager at investablewealth.com. While the market closed out the week on a positive note, it really shows the resistance and the resilience of this market and, and I think personally shows you how far off base all the people are that keep clamoring for a market meltdown or for a recession. Uh, but I don't want to talk about that today. We're going to take a break in specifically talking about the stock market. We'll probably get into that next week depending upon how things work out. But in this episode, what I want to do is really break it down of how the news media manipulates the story and then how that drives the stock market up and down. As I get into this, you'll see that I'm going to talk about a very specific pattern. I think you see it play out over and over again. It has slight variations, but if you learn to recognize it, I think it can help you see through the noise and the static and allow you to focus on the ultimate direction of the market. You know, are we in an uptrend or a downtrend? Because that's what really matters. You can't predict the future or buy perfectly at every bottom but you can still make a lot of money in the middle if you have the ability to understand where the overall market trend is. If the overall market trend is moving up, then it's a good idea to buy the dips. On the other hand, if the overall general market is moving down, then you don't want to buy the dips. You want to conserve your cash, you want to move out of equities as best as you can, and you want to build a war chest of money so that when prices get low enough and you think the market has stabilized, that's when you want to buy back in and ride it back up into the next cycle. Now that's obviously easier said than done, ah, but I digress. Today what I want to focus on is how to understand the financial news cycle. And there's a lot of culprits involved in this. It's not only the mainstream media or the alternative media, but it's the analysts, it's the companies and the CEOs themselves, it's the brokers and dealers, it's the whole financial industry, and it's not so much that it's a collusion, it's just the way things work. Think of it as a pendulum swinging. A pendulum goes to the left and then it goes to the right. It never stops in the middle. It's dynamic, it's always moving. Yes, there is an intrinsic value. There are fundamentals, but the price of a stock rarely rests on its fair market value. Just like that pendulum moves from left to right, the stock price is going to swing to overbought to where it's too high. Then it's going to swing all the way back down. It's going to pass fair value and it's going to go all the way into the deficit side where the price is too low because the stock has gotten oversold. And then again, exhaustion sets in. There's no more sellers and the price swings the other way. The stock market is only rational over a long period of time. The true price and magnitude and direction of the market are not going to be evident in the daily up and down or the weekly up and down motions, but it's that price and volume action over time. The critical part to all this is that investor sentiment is driven by what people hear. Right? They're perceiving things based on what they're hearing. They're hearing it in the media. They're hearing it from their co-workers. They're hearing it from their family members. Their perception is based on what other people are saying. Everybody's looking for information from someone else. And that's what I want to focus on in today's episode. It's the opinion makers that drive and propel the financial news cycle. And I'm going to give you a general scenario of how it works. Because the shell game that's played with information 
that's the agenda that the influencers want to promote, right? For them to do that, they're gonna take the facts to frame the dialogue the way they want it to go. So it isn't that they're lying with the numbers or not that the numbers are not true, it's the way they frame those numbers. In the next three months or so, you're gonna see a headline that says that Wall Street analysts have cut corporate profit estimates by 70%. That's gonna get everybody's attention. And then all the talking heads and all the chattering class will carry that message forward. Of course, the headline trading and the algorithmic traders will immediately start to sell their stock positions. That'll make the market go down. That'll cause investors to be concerned. They'll start paying attention more to the news and the numbers by all the experts have been revised down. They'll talk about how the valuations are no longer justified. And again, it just snowballs and snowballs and more people will begin selling their stocks. Then more algorithms will get kicked in. Stop loss orders will get executed. That's generally a 10 to 15% move, but it's only gonna drop to around that 200 day moving average, maybe a little lower. That's typically the cycle of the financial news narrative. They talk the market up and then they talk the market down. So in my example, now that you have all this bad news out and everyone's petrified, well then what happens is, you know, down the road, maybe in another three or four months, and slowly as earnings are reported, the actual earnings end up beating all the estimates. In fact, it's not one or two companies that beat earnings estimates, but it's always something like 70 or 75% of companies come out announcing better earnings. And then at that time, the press goes from being neutral to being optimistic, and another few weeks or maybe a few months go by, we get into the next earnings season. And again, the corporations come out, they beat and exceed in large numbers those previous earnings estimates, you know, the ones that had been reduced down 70%. And not only are those estimates beaten, but they're exceeded by over 50%. And so now the media headlines go crazy with optimism. The fear of a market meltdown is over. People are all excited that there's so much growth in the economy. The analysts then go in and revise their numbers and they start talking up the economy. Investors feel more comfortable. They come in buying at higher levels, higher prices than they bought before. And now we're on to the next bull cycle. That pendulum is now shifting and will eventually start moving into the overbought position until everything gets talked up so high again that all the irrational exuberance comes in and then the analysts revise their revisions back down. That's the cycle. It happens over and over and over again. I think we're seeing it right now. And this is where I wanna get into the specific numbers. Corporate profits in 2020 are gonna be 12% higher than they were in 2019. Now, nobody believes that number. That number was predicated on the very large increase in corporate earnings that occurred in 2018 as a result of the corporate tax cuts. Earnings were so high in 2018, it skewed all the forward projections, and most analysts are just like lemmings, they're consensus followers. They're not gonna stick their neck out one way or the other. And so to come up with their future estimates, they take whatever trend is currently in place, and then they just extrapolate it out into the future. And since earnings grew so much in 2018, it skewed the results for estimated forecasts going into 2020 and 2021. So that's how we come up with this number 
of 12% growth for 2020. But everybody knows that that's not going to happen. And so that's why over the next few months, you're going to see the headlines that come out and say, analysts reduce corporate profits by 70%. Well, if you reduce 12% growth by 70%, that gives you 3.6%. And so that becomes the new forecast. And just like 12% was way too high, likewise, 3.6% is way too low. And once that number's out in the media and once it's accepted, well, again, three months, maybe six months down the road, as corporations get into the summer of 2020, and it's blatantly obvious that they're going to far and exceed that 3.6% growth rate, well, that's when magically, shazam, just like that, all the estimates get revised up to a more likely number and a realistic number of, you know, call it 5.5%. And when you do the math and you look at the difference between, say, 5.5% and the sandbagged, lower than realistic 3.6% that the analysts revised their numbers down to, well, now you get an increase in corporate profits of over 50%. And then you get all these crazy headlines about how corporate profits are going up, up, up. That's when all the irrational exuberance happens and everybody starts piling back into the market. And now the analysts take that rational, say 5.5% growth rate, and because the trend is suddenly up 50%, they say that for 2021 or 2022, the, the market's going to grow back at double digits. It's going to get 13% or some crazy number. And so the cycle starts all over again. The market is driven up and down, not so much because of variations in the economy itself, but it's in the way that the economy and earnings are reported. And that's what drives investor sentiment to be either irrationally exuberant or hysterically depressant. Over the short term, the movement of the stock market is not based on fundamentals or fair value. It's based on investor sentiment. Prices are based more on human nature than they are on spreadsheets and fundamentals. And I think if you start watching for this financial news cycle, you'll be able to see through all the BS and all the minutia, all the noise and static, and you'll be able to focus on what the real fundamental value of the market is and is the long-term direction headed up or headed down. Despite all the bad news that we hear, I think overall, the general market is still pretty sound and we're still in a long-term uptrend. Well, am I right or wrong? Who knows? I don't have a crystal ball. I can't predict the future. Come on back for future episodes and we'll see how things work out. Until then, as always, this is John Pagliano wishing you the very best returns.